Hey there, so I'd like to introduce myself. My name is Jennifer J. I am a person who has polymyalgia rheumatica, and I was also treated for giant cell arteritis at my original diagnosis time, um, as they were trying to discern whether I had both. Uh, I was diagnosed on June 4th, but prior to that, in 2018, I was very sick for probably six to eight months, um, having weird um, illness spells, and it was very difficult to figure out what was going on at the time, uh, because I was a very healthy person prior to having this, and I exercised all the time, I was an avid runner, and so when this happened, um, I really thought I had Lyme disease at first. Um, So I will say I am a nurse, an RN. I've been an RN for a long time, over 17 years, and a clinical nurse. And so I was trying to utilize my own knowledge to try to figure out what was going on with my body. Um, I'm recently now a faculty member, so I teach at a university, and I'm a mom of three kids, uh, a wife, and so I... I will say also, you know, I'm not here to give medical advice. I would never give medical advice as a nurse nor diagnose, but I can share my own journey and my own um, things that helped me so far with this diagnosis. And I hope that helps others. I only want it to be a positive place of sharing. So if you do listen in, I hope it just gives you some sort of support because I look for that all the time. Um, But check with your own doctors if you're going to try something that you think might help you. That's the first thing you need to do. So you're always checking with your physicians. I have a primary care doctor, a cardiologist, a neurologist. It's treating my overarching diagnosis, uh, a rheumatologist, obviously, an endocrinologist and an allergist. So I have multiple different things going on um, with a couple other diagnoses that, you know, I'm very open to share, but I do want this to just be a positive place, a place to chat with others, a place to share, and just to lift and support others, because I was going to write a book, but I thought maybe this would reach out quicker and faster and more dynamic to others that are dealing with this diagnosis, because it is a physical, emotional, mental issue that when you have polymyalgia or GCA, It just affects so many things. Literally every single system of my body has been affected. So I hope um, by doing these podcasts, maybe somebody can just take one step forward the next day and just make it through the day and then try to go to bed, get rest. And then tomorrow is always another day. It's just like another gift that you have. um, And you have to kind of look at it that way. And staying positive is really hard throughout polymyalgia. It's chronic pain every day, Um, it's weight gain, it's a multitude of side effects to the medications and the treatment that you're doing. It's emotional, really emotional, and it has a a mental game that you play with yourself every day and the people around you, your loved ones or anyone that, you know, cares about you, they're dealing with it also in their own way. So, you know, maybe I can have, um, you know, my support people come on the podcast as guest speakers so you can hear what they feel about dealing with polymyalgia. Uh, But I hope, you know, throughout this that, you know, you can hear a few things. This is kind of like a little trailer 
for a sneak peek to just short podcasts. I don't want it to be long because we're all very busy in our day and sometimes you're just fatigued and you can't listen to a long, long thing. Sometimes you can't read a book and sit and listen. Oh, that's my baking timer. Sorry, guys. (laughs) And so I just want to make sure that, you know, it just helps people and supports people in their journey with polymyalgia. So I hope you listen in. I'll try to, you know, get it out there to reach as many people as possible. And I hope that you are well. Take care. Hey, so here's our second episode of Skylight, our positive place for people who are suffering from autoimmune issues, invisible illnesses that others just don't know about because they don't see it on the outside. And a lot of times you don't even feel like going outside. Um, So today I'm going to have a short little supportive word on pain because pain is a huge, huge problem with the autoimmune issue that I was dealing with. And sometimes even today, I have a mild amount of it, just generalized achiness. And, but it's so much more minimal than what I used to experience. And so it's very tolerable and I can be way more upbeat and I can do things like this and go walking. And I've started jogging again, which I never thought I would do, but Just having like one good day, I guess, would get me through a lot of times where I would have so many other days over and over and over again, one after the other of just being really dragged down with a lot of fatigue and a lot of discomfort. Like, and you don't know about the discomfort until you're on a good day. And then you can look back and say, wow, that was a lot of discomfort I was dealing with. And I still got up and I still went to work and I'm no warrior or savior or any better than anyone else. It's just, that's how I chose to deal with it. And I used a lot of different things at different times uh, through my journey to deal with discomfort. Uh, So trying to just stay positive in a positive mindset is a battle in itself. And, And that I think is hugely important. And it's really hard to do that when you're hurting and chronically hurting will just wreck the strongest of people. So I don't care who you are, once you've dealt with a lot of pain over and over and over again for a long time, it's going to have an effect on you mentally and physically and emotionally, even spiritually. So it really is such a challenging thing when it's such a long-term feeling. So a positive place while having like a support type of network is a really good thing to try to build and even build it slowly, even if it's just your spouse at first and they have to listen to it and they have to watch you go through it and they try to help you with different things and advice. Uh, My daughter was really huge, like just trying to get me to go to the gym and I would have many times where I just felt like an outsider when I was at the gym and I had said in my first podcast that, you know, used to be a really fit and really athletic person. And I loved the gym. And then when I'd go there and my daughter 
was, you know, fit and a dancer and she could do all these things at the gym. She would just be there and just try to encourage me to go. And I would go and I would just still feel like I can't do anything like I did before. But just going was important. When I look back, it's just even going through the door was important. And even if I moved a little bit or if I just sat on a bike and I pedaled, I felt really stupid and I felt like it was useless and it wasn't doing anything for me at all. And then I would go in the corner on a mat and stretch and I would (laughs) have tears in my eyes and I would just feel miserable and overweight and puffy and hurting and everything hurt just even trying to do that. And it was just so hard. And I can bring myself right back to that feeling of what it feels like to feel so helpless and such a different perspective of other people and what they must be going through when they try to bring themselves there and try to help their bodies and try to help themselves feel better. But it was very difficult. But I had a support person who just didn't get in all in my space or ask me tons of questions and they knew that I was hurting and they knew that I was frustrated and that they just kept trying and kept bringing me there and hey we should go for a walk and just going for a little walk would be better than nothing and just one foot forward after the other and that day was that day and at least I did something and that really helped me just looking at that to not get super depressed and really down in a hole that I wouldn't be able to get out of. So just doing that is so big. And movement, I literally believe, hardcore, that movement is a way to deal with the pain. The more you can just push yourself so hard to move a little bit, that helps your body heal. It keeps teaching your body that you are a fighter and that you are strong and that you can heal yourself. So I think that movement is a really big dose of medicine against pain. So taking all your supplements and taking all your pain medication and all those things is great. And we have to do that to get through some of it. And in order to even go for a walk, I had to do a lot of those other things, but the movement is really huge. Um, my newest thing, which has been for a few weeks now, is just my daughter wanted to do a you know a lot of drinking more water and like get a get a big new water bottle and make it you know a big deal for yourself. I would highly recommend that, and I've been drinking a lot more water, even a little bit. But I have a new water bottle that I got with her, and with a straw or a sipping spout, and you drink way more water when you do that. So I've been working hard at doing that, and that helps your body so much. Being really hydrated. Any of the medicines you take, anything that you do, water is life and it's so important to drink enough water. So now I'm kind of, you know, bought into that whole practice of just really drinking a lot more water and that will help you metabolize your medications and help any of your supplements work or anything that you're doing to help with pain. So another networking person like that, my network was, you know, my daughter, my husband, my mom, a shoulder to cry on. My sister, my older sister, I just talk to her all the time and she really understands because she knows looking at me that I've had to deal with so much more. I don't look like myself. I don't feel like myself. And, you know, she's older than me and she can do a whole lot more than me. And now I'm trying to like build my strength and get back to somewhat of what I used to be able to do. So it's really another person in my little network that I built. I have a sister that I 
can just talk to, uh, you know, on FaceTime or over the phone. She lives in Colorado and I can, you know, talk to her anytime and just cry if I have to. That's important. Not everybody wants to see you crying. And I've cried alone. I've cried in front of my partner. I've cried with my, my family. I mean, sometimes you just gotta cry and it's better to let all that out than hold it together and try to keep holding it together all the time. Cause sometimes it just doesn't work out that way. You can't hold it together. And it's okay to not hold it together. So sometimes I've come unglued and just cried and that's what I've had to, to do on those days that were just, you know, overwhelming. Um, so movement, water. I have this um, CBD, Sav, that my sister sent me, which I feel like is magic and I love it. It just helps with any little things, skin things. I've had flare-ups with my skin from steroids. I've had headaches and temple, you know, um, joint pain, temple rubs, anything you can do like that. Um, it's really good for those things. And I've had CBD tincture that I got at the natural food store. And that worked really good when I was doing some step downs of the steroid, um, just to take the edge for me, it didn't like attack the pain, but it took the edge off just a tiny bit. So it wasn't so bad. And I used that, um, I had to use different levels of it. And then I stopped using it for a while. And now I'm going to start using it again. I've made it a point now that I'm on a little, um, holiday break that I'm going to go to the store and get some self-care things. Uh, my, my sister's really into essential oils. She's sent me a lot of those that have really helped my immune system and my body when it's hurting. And I, I feel like those are really helpful because they're organic and your body recognizes essential oils because they're pure. You want to get a good grade um, of oil and she does do that. My dog is scratching at the door so you might hear her little feet running around. Pets are really important. She's part of my network, my crazy little dog, uh, because she makes me laugh so hard and laughter boosts your chemistry and your good endor endorphins. And so that's really important because that attacks pain and cortisol and all those bad negative chemicals in your body that, that happen from all of this. And so I think a balancer of good laughter and you know, if it's a pet or whatever you have that makes you laugh, like that's, that's really helpful for pain is bringing in good endorphins. Um, supplements in general, like I've tried a lot of different supplements and I've stayed on some that are very, very important for me um, that have been prescribed by the doctor in big doses. And I think we can talk about supplements and medications on another podcast because I have like a whole tray of them that, you know, we can talk about and I don't mind sharing my regime, but you know, Again, you'd have to talk to your own doctor about, um, you know, what would be best for you. If you ever wanted to try something or switch, you have to make sure you don't have any chemical negative reactions with the things that you're taking. So that's really important. And that with the pain, again, your, your doctor, your rheumatologist and my neurologist, because I had really bad headaches and migraines with my issues. Um, they're really important. I've called the nurses line many times and talked with the nurse um, and they're very open. The people that I deal with at Dartmouth Hitchcock in Lebanon, New Hampshire, they are very open to just talking with patients and, you know, making sure that, that you're taking the right amount. And if you want to step down or you're trying to do a step down, 
that it's the right time and if it doesn't go well that how to tinker and um, balance that back to what is covering the, the majority of your pain. You're going to have some pain no matter what you do. You can't erase all of it. So now that I am officially off the steroid, I am using Aleve and or ibuprofen, um, some of the over-the-counter medications, and I only use those very sparingly on days that it's just too much or I've like done some exercise and I know that I'm going to be kind of sore the next day, so I try to just preventatively knock it down before it gets too bad. So trying to stay ahead of it is really good, and that has worked in my favor. Um, stretching, I've been stretching quite a bit, but not um, to the level where I used to because I don't seem to feel like it's helping if I stretch deep. I think it aggravates my connective tissue or my joints a little bit. So I just stretch to comfort, to feel the stretch, and that's it. And I have some areas that are not that good. My flexibility is atrocious. It's trashed. So I have to work hard. That's a goal for my New Year's Eve to get some of my flexibility back. And that's going to take a lot of effort. Um, so I'm just playing with this crazy little pug of mine. And just getting that flexibility back is going to be really hard to do because the stretching seems to be hard. Um, we've recently bought, <laughs> my husband bought a thing called a Hypervolt. It is one of those um, compression massager things that like has different heads on it that you can change. And that's been helping like pre or post walking, working out at all. Um, it's just helps to break down adhesions, increase your circulation, blood flow, all that. So it's been kind of cool. I've liked that and I've used it quite a bit and I'm going to continue to use that. And I think it's preventative so that I don't get injuries as I'm trying to like up the ante of my exercise. Um, I share on a workout network with my kids. Like, so when they have workouts, I see their workout and they see mine. So it's kind of fun to see and it's motivating to see them um, doing theirs. And then it makes me want to go do mine. So that's good. Um, trying to get out in the winter more and try to enjoy cold, crisp, clean air. You know, going through COVID-19 and being a nurse and having to be in a mask all day, it's really hard. So just mentally getting clarity and fresh air has really been helpful to just clear my mind and stay mentally strong. Um, warm, warm water, warm showers, warm, like jacuzzi tubs. I do when I do go to the gym, which isn't frequent now because of COVID. Um, I always liked the water massage table. Like that's been so nice. Like I love that thing. And I would use that as my reward. Even if I just did a tiny little workout, I would use that as my reward. And I'd go in there and sometimes just for that, I'd go to the gym to do a little something to keep my body moving and um, I, I just want to be in there and, and using that. And they have a massage chair too. That's like this exercise mas massage chair. And I'd go in there to do that. So if I did a tiny workout on the bike or a walk on the treadmill or whatever I did, I'd really want to just get into one of those machines. And so I use that as like, you know, a little reward for going and getting outside, but just, you know, hunkering down and resting and staying inside all the time, especially through winter, 
it just really makes it that much harder to deal and cope with discomfort. So I think, you know, that's important to just get outside and keep your, yourself going. If there's a buddy or a coworker or something you can make fun to make yourself go do something, go for coffee, go to the bookstore, like go, you know, get a used book or do something, just get yourself out because to deal with pain on a chronic level every day that you just want to stay in bed and staying in bed is not your best friend. And I will um, share one more little story of just, I love the beach so much in the summer. I was still dealing with quite a bit of, you know, challenges. And some days I was just really tired and didn't feel that good. And we were going to go to the beach, my favorite place in the whole wide world, the ocean. And we'd go in our little van. And some days I would just sit in the van in a sleeping bag or a nice cozy blanket and just take naps. And I knew I was there. I'd get out, sit in my chair and read a book. But I, I was still getting outside and getting vitamin D and being taken somewhere or just outside of the house, still doing something that I sort of loved. On half, 50% of me was sad because I didn't feel like swimming or surfing or doing any of the active things. So I didn't feel that great, but I was still there. And so I was happy about that. And so that's, that takes a person who really knows you well to be able to balance that, like pushing and going and doing something, even when the person doesn't really feel like it, but sitting at home and just dwelling on discomfort or not doing any of the things that you enjoy or you used to enjoy isn't going to help you. So I have to say, when it comes to pain, sometimes it's just better to just push yourself and do some things that they might not be the way you used to do them, but you're going to do something and that's going to get you out of the house and keep that mindset of staying positive. So again, just get back to building a network, giving yourself something to do. Even if it's, you know, like I said, just going to get coffee, you're up, you're moving and you're being social, you're getting outside of yourself and stuck in home, just sitting there and hurting. And, and I think that's the biggest thing I can say to anyone is just to deal with chronic pain. And some days you're not going to be able to do that, but try very, very hard, dig down to your piggy toes to be able to do that. And you will feel better. One positive day can really make a difference. And you might have some awful ones and a bunch of them in a row, but then you might have another one positive day. And those positive days are like a ray of sunshine when it's really dark and gloomy. So I hope that, that some of that advice helps you. Um, and then I hope that you have a bright and sunny day in the near future, if not tomorrow. And just keep your chin up. Work on that network of people to help you. And listen to the podcasts because I'll just keep giving you little upbeat messages. Hang in there, my friends. <laughs>